Hey everybody, happy August. Welcome to Crab Podcast. And today we are just going to uh, talk about something that I've enjoyed sharing over on Facebook and things like that. Um, but wanted to bring it to the podcast. So we're going to talk about family activities, um, playing games, how to make things accessible in that world, and it's going to be fun, so stick around. Welcome to the Crab Podcast. Here at Children Raised Around the Blind, we have two goals. Our first goal is to help those living with the blind to understand them better and to help children through the difficulties that come from living with a blind parent. Secondly, we want to spread awareness of the blind community. Here on the podcast, we will share the things that blind people can do and ways the sighted world can include them in everyday life. Join us twice a month to learn about the visually impaired community. Okay, so I'm going to share a little bit about what it's been like growing up with a blind parent, but also, um, you know, how do you play games? How do you do things as a family? And for us, it is um, a lot of fun. So growing up, we actually only had Braille Uno, and my parents had taken the time to Braille up Uno cards. ended up being two different sets, actually, at one point. Um, but it was, Uno was the only game we had in Braille, other than my mom did have a Braille Scrabble set she had purchased, and so those were the games that we could play with mom. Now, playing Braille Uno, um, was actually a ton of fun, especially once we got, uh, kindergarten, first grade, where we could, you know, tell our colors and we knew our numbers it became something that we could play as a family and, you know, as five, six, seven-year-olds. So it was a lot of fun and we had tons of fun being able to do that. And then um, Scrabble, you know, had to be a little bit older to play, but it became another one of the holiday traditions we don't do as much anymore because we found other games that we've enjoyed doing um, that we've made accessible. But we did... Um, Scrabble for a long time when we had other blind friends over for Easter and Christmas and I think even Thanksgiving sometimes we would pull out the Scrabble board with the Braille letters and um, enjoy doing that. So as we got older we you know we wanted to play more games or different games with mom and I think it was maybe early 2000s we were given an Apples to Apples Junior game and we knew it would be a lot of fun for mom to join in so she and I when uh, my siblings were doing something they weren't in the house to distract us we brought up the entire apples to apples set if you've never played that um, there's description cards which are green and you use that you put that down and it'll describe something like um, let's say creamy you know smooth soft Um, give you even a sentence to go along with it and then you have these red cards which are all nouns Um, (laughs) and it can be anything you have a series in your hand I don't know if it's five or seven 
and you have to pick which one in your hand is either closest to you or some people play it, you know, what is the most far-fetched. So say the word's creamy and someone put down um, Woody from Toy Story and someone else put down a teddy bear. Someone else put down a pine tree and, you know, whoever's, you take turns going around and putting down the green card, which means you don't put a card in, and everybody else puts their red cards in, and then you have to choose a winner, and so, um, it would get really fun, and it was a game, you know, mom learned to play with us, and so that gave us three games that were in Braille that she could play, and we kind of just left it at that for a long time, um, at one point we did Braille up Sorry, um, and she and I rolled up the cards and then I went and took puff paint and did the outline of the entire board. And I still have, um, that board is still in my house. We just played recently with my daughter with that. And um, it was fun when mom could play along with that one as well. Since then we've um, rolled up phase 10, which mom just played when we were at convention in July. And um, that's a fun one. And for some reason, I can't, couldn't find the page where we had listed the phases. So we just reminded her as we went. She had a friend. Um, I don't remember if she was at their place or contacted her. Who had, um, they had taken the time to braille up taboo. And so we have a print taboo. And then mom would have the braille taboo. And so she would read off her card when it was her turn. And she had a, and it's actually, I think, four notebooks with um, like clear plastic sheets. And then they have the print card attached to it. So we've been able to do that. Another um, game that we've done is because Bob is a Braille user and she uses a Braille computer. Um, we wrote for her, well, she wrote down. Um, she has these categories lists so we got that I think as a wedding present my husband and I and it was a game I'd played off and on in high school but we'd never owned and that actually categories is how um, one of our family traditions when we get together for holidays we usually hey let's do a game time before everybody leaves in-laws friends whoever else is here and we pull it out and Mom pulls up whatever list we're doing that day at that moment, and then um, she uses the Braille computer to write her lists and keep up with her points and things like that. So there's ways to make games accessible. Um, the National Federation for the Blind did work with um, the company who makes Uno, and Braille Uno cards are available, were available at Atari. I don't know if they're still available there. Um, there's also a couple places online where you can buy games that are already brailled, um, like Phase 10 and Uno, and the Braille Scrabble boards and things like that. There's also a Braille chess board, because my mom at one point tried to learn chess, and the pieces had different, they're somewhat tactile, but then um, also the board, the squares on the board, you put the pieces in the holes. So it was easier to locate and find how that worked. Um, you know, sometimes it's doing things like that. But we've always had fun, um, you know, trying to find ways to do things together as a family. 
Um, if we do say like a Mad Libs or something that's like a worksheet, if we know that that's happening, we'll send mom an email with a Word document that she can pull up on the Braille computer and she can play along with us. Um, the Having a Braille computer is definitely, it's made life a lot easier <laughs> for things like that where she can have a copy in her print, you know, in her Braille and her electronic format while we're doing ours. Um, fill in the blank sheets, even at like church and stuff have been really useful for that. So games and things like that, um, you know, some are tactile thinking today. She hasn't played with my kids, but like Hi-Ho Cheerio, um, that's a tactile game because you have the little individual cherries and you're putting them in the holes and then you're taking them off. So the spinners, not so much. So spinners, you could, you know, either put some sort of tactile on or, um, you know, have someone who's not going to cheat <laughs> do it and things like that. But um, if you have a Braille writer, you can always make things accessible if there's cards. Um, if you use puff paint or hot glue, um, you can do that on the board games to show out, you know, the different markings and things like that. Um, thinking outside the box, being willing to change how things work or how you do things can be, you know, a really, really big help. Um, and thinking ahead. So I, as we head towards the holidays, and I know a lot of people do parties or get togethers and all of that is fine and dandy, um, but if you have someone who is low vision or visually impaired, I always want to remind you, you know, reach out to them about what they need and what accessibility things would be useful for them. So if you're going to play a game, um, make it one that they can do too. I know we've done some Christmas games with our ladies groups at church and um, they'll do things where, you know, you pass it right and left. Well, that's easy. Um, but there's been other games where it's like, okay, everyone's going to have a piece of paper with the Bible verse on it, and you're going to get together and try to, you know, put find the other people who have your verse. There's like four or five people who each will have the same verse, different sections of it. Well, if you're not going to tell somebody who can braille that, then you're leaving out that blind person and they're not able to play the games or... Um, bingo cards, you know, things that's, you know, icebreaker games that can be really great, but at the same time can leave um, some pretty big holes. And it can be really frustrating for someone to come and want to be part of an event and realize that nobody there even thought about making it accessible or um, reached out about it. It makes um, a pretty pretty big difference. Our latest, our last ladies um, thing we did at church, our pastor's wife actually had reached out and asked my mom for her favorite verse and um, was giving different, you know, print things away and then um, was able to have made a keychain for mom with Braille on it. That meant a ton to her because they did something different. Yes, it was not um, like everybody else's. However, it was still something to remind her of what we had talked about and to have something that is usable for her. Um, 
other than card games and board games, there wasn't a whole lot that we did game-wise, I don't feel like. Um, I mean, as kids, we played Candyland, and we had all the traditional games with the things we could see. And um, I was thinking about it. We got a game called Don't Wake Daddy recently at Christmas. I uh, mentioned it to grandparents that, you know, hey, it'd be nice to have some different games and gave a couple ideas. And that was one of the ones they did. And I know my mom never played with us. I'm sure she sat there and um, listened to us play. But, you know, sometimes people think because your parent was blind or, you know, they were around that you didn't get to do all the childhood things, but we did. Um, We played games (laughs) without mom. You know, we we learn to play games at other people's houses and that was a big help for us so think outside the box too if you know somebody whose parent is blind or visually impaired or maybe they have a sibling who's blind or visually impaired and don't necessarily think oh well they can't do anything or maybe they you know they're not experiencing these things oh there's still things happening I mean we did all sorts of arts and crafts and things like that in our homeschooling And that was just, that was part of that development that needed to happen. So games with a blind person, all of that fun stuff. You can find a list of accessible games where you can purchase them on my website, childrenraisedaroundtheblind.net. Under holiday lists, if you put that in the search box, um, you'll find holiday lists for the last two or three years, maybe four think at least two I know for sure um and on those holiday lists I have games or accessible games and different places you could purchase them from and um I hope that's a real help and if you have any other great ideas of games that you have seen accessible or think are accessible and you want me to add to a list um feel free to reach out I just thought of one last one because um, it's how my brain works. There is a Braille poppet that Target sells. I don't know if I'm sure you can find other places online that actually has the Braille, um, the letters of the Braille alphabet on it and is a way to teach Braille and a way to like form words in Braille that we found um, back beginning of this year that I thought was really cool. And they actually, the directions came with games you could play. Um, while learning braille so I thought that was kind of cool and um, you know tactile puzzles raised puzzles all of those types of things that are really great to have around and I hope that gives you guys an idea of what it is like what accessibility and game time is definitely fun and like with a blind parent and I will talk to you guys um, at the third Monday of the month bye